passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Griff, the, the nickel cornerback situation with Justin Coleman missing the game with a calf issue. Kobe Bryant had a kind of up-and-down experience. Yeah, I, I thought he actually covered well, but the penalties hurt him. Um, and then he was making some plays in the run game as the nickel when he was mm. forced into the fit. So I, I don't know that that was encouraging from him, but I do think like on, on one of the um, on one of the play action plays, I don't know if Tariq Woolen needed to fall off or not. But but point being is that the the zone components of the offense that that require you know, the nickel and the corners to kind of, you know, know their rules and stuff. I, this, we really are seeing some of the growing pains of not having continuity there, you know, and younger players stepping in as well. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What, what did you, what did you see from Kobe Bryant? Yeah. Similar stuff. Uh, that, that, uh, legal contact penalty was he got, he had his leverage broke in a similar way to how Judy got him. And then, he recovered, but committed the penalty. Although, you know, throughout the game, I think he just sort of grew into it a bit and it's like trial by fire, you know. I think he'll he'll come good eventually. Uh, Tariq Woolen, we should say, amazing game. Blocked field goal. Uh, I think he allowed one catch, but I, I, I need to go back and actually see if that's on him and also see if it was more than one catch. But he looked really solid again. They weren't able to pick on him too much. Now, Jimmy G ain't that kind of quarterback, really. But yeah, so we should also say how Trey Lance got hurt, um, which is unfortunate. Hopefully he's okay. Uh, but he got hurt on a running play, Get got manwidged by Brian Monet and uh, Cody Barton. And in came Jimmy G. 
Now, really, that should have been to the Seahawks' advantage because, you know, that changes their entire offense, what they'd been planning. Jimmy G's barely practiced with them, and it removed a lot of their run game, right? So, I mean, Ty, did you think Jimmy G played well? or <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you this. You know, obviously, first thought when Lance went down was, you know, I hope he's okay. Secondly, though, I was like, shoot. Because <laughs> I, I honestly felt like the Seahawks had a better chance against Lance today, as weird as that sounds, than, than Jimmy. Uh, even with all the reasons that you just mentioned. Jimmy was fine, but Seahawks could have won this game easily. Um you know, he moved the ball fine. He had some decent conversions, um, had a lot of time to throw at times. I mean, you know, the other thing we should mention here is I, I think the Seahawks only recorded one quarterback hit outside of the one sack that they had. Um, I think Mafe was credited with a sack at some point. And then, like, weren't able to get into the backfield uh, consistently, especially in key situations there. Um and uh, you know, and third downs and stuff. You know, I, I was surprised to hear the number that you uh, you said uh, about six of uh, fifteen for third down. I felt like that was right. a lot higher for for the 49ers. That's actually kind of a surprising number. Uh, but they did get uh, two fourth downs as well, so that looks a little bit better for the 49ers. Yeah. But that's still like what a forty. That's like a still a sub fifty percent. Uh, Which is what rate, Seattle right? have said in the past of aiming to be slightly under. Um that kind of 50 percent mark which um i think represents their raw coverability and how i mean it's strangely enough i think what they're best at is defending pure dropback situations by the way real quick just talking about lance uh what are they doing running him between the tackles like five times in the first quarter like you're just kind of asking for that to happen now uh I don't know. Well, running the quarterback's always tough, but to me, it was like a, fr- a freak injury. And it actually reminded me of that um, that Dak Prescott one where he like went out of bounds, I think it was. Was that against the Seahawks? Hmm. Possibly not. But he went uh, out of bounds, and um, he then doesn't realize what's happened to his ankle, and then he looks down and he's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that was against Trey- the Giants, I think. There you go. So, because yeah. Trey Lance like got back up and like was just like tried to walk and then looked down and was like, "Oh my gosh!" Which I mean, adrenaline's a hell of a thing, but also, yeah. I think that speaks to the kind of freak uh, nature of it. I, I don't know. It's easy to say in hindsight about running the quarterback. Also, to me, also, you know, it speaks to how special like a Cam Newton was in that like he took an absolute pounding. Oh, and I yeah. think a lot of the stuff that the 49ers were trying to do with Lance is similar to, well. I mean, it's the obvious comparison when you run the quarterback from the gun with all these sweeps and bash and all these options. Um, yeah, Cam Newton, so durable, so special in that sense. Uh, oh, Trey just, just doesn't a... seem like that guy to me, though. Like, no, no, no. Like he's, yeah. no. But then what is he? Like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think Jimmy G coming in would, would actually go very well. He always seems to struggle against Seattle, and he always seems to have a turnover in him. I just mm. think the hole that they were in was just... It was too big of a hole. They they were in trouble, and their their run defense was appalling. And the a bit the yeah. Dow Taylor actually largely anonymous as a pass rusher. I thought last week that could have been partly due to um, how he was, you know, rushing a Russell Wilson style of quarterback. But this game, I really thought he'd pop more. But 
Um, I, I did, he didn't seem to. He was in the backfield yeah. a few times on run plays and then missed the chance. And a lot of those ones where they got in the backfield on the run plays, they ended up, they sort of overrun it and then they missed the tackle, which, yep, that was that was annoying. But I don't know. Burn the tape. Agreed. Uh, yeah, burn, well, the, burn the tape. Well, let's not even reveal the tape on Thursday. Let's just when, they, when they corrected their run defense, though, I do want to see if they made any adjustments or if they just played better. Yeah, Diggs was just like, we manned up. So maybe it is... Yeah. No, not not as in playing more cover one, but as in you know machismo. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah, does yeah. sound like um that was all that happened. Although, I mean, anecdotal, but I feel they did probably play more middle field closed, and they did bring a bit more pressure. I, I imagine that um so that they did have a coverage bust on defense, and I need to sort of rewatch to see what happened. But in my opinion, it's probably the way that they play is they have. Uh, certain routes in cover three was it cover three for a start or was it middle field open on which one the coverage Dwelly touchdown i was thinking the same thing i thought it was middle of the field open actually yeah but... it's complicated because the the spacing of that is similar to like pushed um yeah it can be cover three uh hold on let me Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Well, I'm trying to watch it. Anyway, we'll we'll get back to that on the tape, but it's it's either on a linebacker or it's on someone not peeling off when they should have done. But oh, again, also that third that and what was that third and oh. know, it was like third and five and Cody Barton lined up against Jeff Wilson and he's like eight yards, nine yards, ten yards off of him. That like, was unfortunate. That was that was really bad because. The Jimmy G knew it was man coverage because he had a receiver out wide, and so, and uh, sorry, running back out wide, and Barton lines up over him, split out wide, which that's a man indicator. Mm. And then, as a linebacker in that situation, you're thinking slant, you're thinking fade, um, yeah. because if he's split out wide as a running back, that's what he's going to run. Uh, and he ran a hitch, and Barton was just so far off; it was like third and short. Like he needed to come up there, especially against that, you know. It's an obvious pass, like unfortunate. You just didn't want to get beat on the slant route, I guess. And uh, there was a fire zone play where the coverage was abysmal. Like Brooks got run off into the high hole, and there was no one underneath on it on another third down. All of the all all of the stuff that was bad on defense felt very execution based. Now, and the execution sucks on offense as well. But I do think there's more of a gripe about play calling that can be made. There's 
yeah Griffin's alluded to yes so what do we want to see next week against the falcons because that's obviously a team that you can hope to quote unquote get right against right 40 personnel redemption (laughs) (laughs) by the way when they came out of that i was like oh it's sexy i didn't i didn't like it at all i was like (laughs) there's because i didn't see the advantage of it i understand that things get you know squirrely down at the goal line but i'm thinking if they feel like they have to get cheese yardage I'm thinking, like, if you're in the end zone, the pass rush becomes less of a advantage for the Niners. Uh, if, if anything, I expected Geno to do even better. The closer, it was so the weird. The shorter the field got, but mm-hmm. it was Wait, so you... weird to even double down on it. By the way, <laughs> like the first yeah. play got broken up a little bit, and like Ken was able to, you know, salvage a couple yards out of that. And it was like, all right, after that, let's let's go back. Let's bring Geno back out here. Let's, you know. Ha- how did you think uh, Kenneth Walker did actually overall? And and Griff, I agree. Like, why not just like you could do that, but with tight ends out there who are better at blocking? Like, I know yeah. you want to do this triple option look, but if you're not going to keep on the option, then it's, like what we it's like playing with food. It's too cute. It's easy to say in hindsight, but that throw from yeah. Dallas was so bad. It's like and Pete Carroll I, I just said he wish he took a timeout so he even, could get out. But even if it works, what, what is the necessarily the argument for it feels unnecessary especially it with is. the way that gino was moving the ball off, on that, it feels on like they're, yeah it feels like they're doing it for the hell of it like style points yeah i yeah, don't we, i mean i understand i understand they they have you know they have like pistol a full house diamond pistol in in their stuff so it's like well what if we just swap the quarterback out and do some wildcat i mean you know what i mean um but I don't know. It's just not something they need to do. So, um, so as for what we want to see against, no, well, hold on. How, how did you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, we, we, what do you want to see against Atlanta, Maddie? A win. Uh, that, just the well, offense yeah. to sustain drives and Gino to be, you know, supported by a run game that is actually operating, like, and and it's more, it feels more balanced. They're avoiding, they're getting into third manageable situations again. I don't know Atlanta's Dean P's defense, right? I mean, we'll preview them on on Friday, but the Thursday record Friday episode, but um, Dean P's like a lot of like, I mean, this is so cliche, but fire zone like middle field close stuff i feel like they're quite soft yeah, and man, they could see. probably be run on and then so, offense is like i mean seattle should be good at it's like just boot under center boot um wide zone like seattle it's a nice preparation in that sense for like kind of rams uh of old vibe but seattle's had plenty of practice against it in their own practices right so yeah I want yeah, to, just a win. I, I want to see them dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, or at least control the line of scrimmage. Just end the day feeling like you won each trench battle. Mm. And then from there, see what follows. Does does the supporting talent around the off, the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, do things follow suit accordingly like you would want them to? Um so this is a good opportunity. It's a great matchup to go ahead and prove that you can win a line of scrimmage battle. And then you can, I think, better evaluate, ascertain, whatever. Yeah. What what you make of everybody else. Um, so. How, how did you feel uh, Kenneth Walker did? That's what I wanted to oh, ask. Oh, right. 
Uh, he didn't get a lot of reps, but he—I mean—he looked like the guy that they scouted, right? He looked at the, the traits are there. Probably needs reps to kind of you know fill things out a little bit. Um, some of his runs got blown up in the backfield. Not a lot he could have done. The blocks. That's another yeah. thing too. Like with the with the forty personnel stuff. Like I I feel like that was kind of maybe a lot to put on Ken in the fir- in his first game. Like I just I don't know. I I, I felt like. I, I don't know. Uh, he looked fine, though. Like, he didn't look like he's being um, uh, hampered by the, the hernia or anything. Like, he looks like he looks good. He looks quick. Like, he just didn't get enough opportunities for me to really, like, form a, a whole opinion on him. Um, especially in the second half. Like, you know, mm. he hardly ran the ball. So, it's like, couldn't really see him a lot. But, like, he looked like Kenneth Walker. So. Yeah. The one play where he went the wrong way was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I that might have been an RPO actually, but um, mm. even that was weird though because like they had super wide splits on that play. Like again to the play calling point, like they had super wide splits. It was really really obvious it was a run, like or you know an attached throw. But the spacing was so wide and and actually tight as well. So, like the Lockett and Metcalf were uh, congested, and I'm really overanalyzing one play, but they were congested as well. So like a throw to that was like. I don't, I don't know what root combination you do out of it, but it's, it's very limited, right? Like, I don't know. It's um, a lot to unpack in the film. 